Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. The best way out is always through Robert Frost. What's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk episode. For today's Little Life Chat, I figured why not talk about the things that we don't normally want to talk about because that just felt like a normal thing to do on a Thursday since I always tell you guys my coffee order. It's just become a routine in this thing, but I just finished drinking my coffee and I was writing down basically just what's been going on in life lately. What do I feel inspired to talk about? Just kind of brainstorming, which by the way, if you guys ever want to request anything, always feel free to tweet or whatever at me. Just get my attention and be like, hey, talk about this in a coffee talk and I can totally do that. But for today, we're going to be talking about not dealing with our problems and basically avoiding our emotions. It's pretty much all going to be about those times in life that we try and bulldoze our way through things or stuff away problems that we just don't ever want to face. And it's been relative to me even in the sense of recently, I feel like this year I've gone through both of those phases where I've either been bulldozing through or I've been stuffing things away. And so I feel like on my BC trip, being like alone for three weeks, it's a huge, a huge chance to just really get down into what's going on on a daily basis with yourself. And one of the biggest questions that I was going through the whole time I was out West was, okay, if I feel like I'm doing all the things I should be doing to cope with things and to move forward with my life, why am I still finding myself feeling drained or finding myself feeling suddenly so overwhelmed or thrown off guard with my emotions out of the blue sometimes in life where, you know, you just have those days that you just like cry for no reason or those mornings that you just don't want to get out of bed. I'm like, why are those things still happening to me if I feel like I'm ticking off all the boxes and I'm doing all the right things? And so it became a big theme of my trip to kind of figure out what's been going on. Why do I feel this way? And it led to an answer, which we're going to talk about in this podcast, but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Long story short, though, I found out that it's actually quite easy to determine whether you're someone who bulldozes through things or stuff things away, where you kind of sit on that scale. And then from there, it's also really easy to actually just face our problems and face our emotions in order to let them stop haunting us. So that is the chat of the day. Brew yourself up something warm and I guess let's let's just get right into it, shall we? So I feel like there's two types of ways that we tend to avoid our problems, with the first being bulldozing through them. Examples of this are working out like crazy, being the busy bee, just loading up your schedule, loading up your to-do list, and just keeping yourself so busy and preoccupied that you don't have to deal with the stresses or the problems or the emotions that might be going on in your more day-to-day personal life. This might lead to you feeling burnt out and anxious all the time, or like you're being chased by things, or like stress is just always sitting on your shoulders. And a lot of the times we kind of accept this mindset in life. Do you not notice that we find people that just work themselves into exhaustion to be inspirational? It's kind of crazy because if these people that we look to are people who are supposed to be inspiring to us, then why aren't they 
happy. It's it's a lot of the times the people that are just working super hard that we're like, wow, I really value that work ethic. But no, I don't think we should. I feel like that's valuing an imbalance. And people that are actually balanced and feeling full and happy in lives don't need to be the busy bee, don't need to work themselves to complete exhaustion and then find themselves feeling burnt out and then needing to cycle right back through it again. And this is something that I definitely did towards the beginning of the year. This is a category I belong to and it's become my default way of trying to cope with my anxiety is that I just keep myself so busy that I almost feed my anxiety rather than starve it, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Or there's also a flip side to this. And this is also just a huge, widely socially acceptable mindset of people that we just are okay with. And it's stuffing problems down. It's not talking about the things that are kind of going on in our lives, not being vulnerable enough to be like, hey, I'm kind of struggling with something to our friends and family, or even to just, you know, reach out to therapy or an outside source to just be like, I'm not doing so well. And I just need to vent about it. It doesn't mean that you're broken. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It just means that you're kind of going through some feels and you need to dish it out. But sadly, I feel like a lot of us feel it's not okay or it's not safe to be vulnerable. So we stuff our feelings away and we cover them up with super bad habits that might even result into addiction. And I speak of this from firsthand examples because there's people that I know that matter a lot to me in this life and were supposed to play a really big role in my life, but got way too caught up in trying to stuff away their feelings or run away from their feelings that they became an alcoholic. Or sometimes it can result in angry outbursts. It can result in destructive behaviors and ruined relationships and basically just a full-on how bad can I make my life get to avoid dealing with the things that I don't want to have to deal with? So first things first, let's start with the whole stuffing down our feelings, since that's something that I totally, totally used to do and feel like I've actually started to get a bit more of a grip on or a handle on and have caught myself doing it more often recently before I kind of let it spin out of control. I think it's a common thing that we all do. We feel something and we don't want to burden other people with our problems and we don't want to feel like we're constantly complaining or, you know, just having a very negative context on anything. So we tend to stuff our way our problems and we act like nothing's bothering us and we don't dish it out with people and we don't talk about our feelings. And so the thing about doing that is that when you stuff away your feelings, the more and more you hoard away those feelings, the more and more they're going to build up and eventually boil over in some way or another. Like I said, this can be really, really bad habits. Like suddenly you're getting excessively drunk more often, or it could even be bad habits of overeating for a sense of comfort. It can lead to being super angry and irritable all the time and people suddenly not wanting to be around you. It can lead to unhealthy habits and behaviors. It can even lead down to things like depression and just becoming super destructive of yourself because you've not given yourself the chance to feel okay with these bad emotions. And so you tell yourself that you're not worthy of feeling good ones and you just end up destructing and destroying everything kind of going on internally. Does that sound familiar? at all. If it does, don't be alarmed. It should feel familiar to all of us because I don't know one person that hasn't done this in one way or another, including myself. If you guys read the book Feels, I wrote it and released it as an ebook last year. It's currently getting a rework, which I'm super excited about. So if you didn't get a chance to read it, it will be re-released very, very soon. But something that I talked about in that book, and it's something that was a very hard topic for me to kind of breach, knowing that it was going to have some 
serious mixed reviews, but it was my truth and that's all I can talk about. So I went ahead and did it anyways, knowing that no matter what, people are going to have opinions, but this is the story I lived and I want to share it in case it reaches and helps somebody else out there. And you can replace what I'm about to say with many other things. But for me, when I used to stuff away my feelings, I basically covered them up with weed. And that is something that I don't talk about often on my channel, but it's something that I talked about in my book. It's an issue that I started to have where just after high school, I used to smoke a lot of weed. And it was something that just was a band-aid for me to not have to deal with the problems that was going on in my life and deal with the problems going on in my family and just basically not deal at all. It just totally took away that edge and I just felt like I didn't have to deal or bring up these hard emotions and these hard problems because eh, screw it. What I thought was helping me was actually just becoming a very destructive habit that I started to form where problem would arise and instead of dealing with said problem, asking how I can move through said problem, I would avoid said problem and instead run off and just get high and listen to music with my friends. And not that that is necessarily a bad thing. I am not bashing. I think that balance can be interwoven into all of our lives in some way or another. Whether your destructive behavior is going out drinking to blow off some steam, finding a sense of comfort in, you know, ordering some takeout and watching a comforting movie. These are things that aren't bad to do when you are dealing with a rough time. It's just when things start to fall out of balance and it becomes destructive behavior that we really start to see that we're seriously avoiding something that is really, really affecting our lives. I grew up with someone who was a bit of an alcoholic, I guess. I don't know. That's a, another topic, I guess, that I have never really breached before, but it's one that I think I'll eventually talk about. That's why, for me, I've always kind of turned away from alcohol. I've never really been one to love being super drunk, but something like weed, when it was introduced into my life, it was something that I basically just swapped out a beer for or a glass of wine for. And it became something that just pulled my mind away from what I was dealing with. And it was super unhealthy. It's not a good way to deal with your problems at all. And it ultimately stunted my growth personally as a human and as a soul, I guess. And not only that, it also started to affect the relationships with myself and with the people around me because I started to get to a point where I didn't like the person I was being and I knew I didn't like the person I was being, but it had become so habitual instead of dealing with the things I didn't want to deal with, this was easier. This was an easier route. This was the easy way out. This is a way that I didn't have to face what I thought might scare me or what I thought I might not be able to make it through. And so even though it came at the result of kind of falling out of relationships with people solely because I just wasn't connecting with them anymore or even just falling out of the relationship with myself because I knew I was out of balance but I wasn't doing anything about it, it really started to take a toll on my life. I think that when we tend to stuff down our problems and stuff away our problems, we almost create this illusionary prison around us where we think we're alone. And this is something that is such a scary feeling because I think it's also one of the deadliest feelings. And that loneliness that I created within myself by telling myself that smoking or whatever I was doing at the time was going to help my problems because it was making them go away, 
Instead, what it really did is it just created this huge isolation around something that I wasn't willing to talk about, something I wasn't willing to go there for, and it became this huge roadblock of mine and this huge fear of mine, and thus not talking about that roadblock and not talking about that fear made me feel alone with it. And when I felt alone with it, that's when I started to find that I was helpless. That's where depression leaked its way into my life, and that's where I stopped finding the motivation to go for things anymore because. I felt like I was struggling alone with something that nobody knew about, but it was my own fault that no one even knew. Looking back on that phase of my life now, it's so crazy how much it taught me, and I just hope that anyone that does go through something like that, that feels really alone with their problems, understands, and and if you're listening and you feel really alone with your problems, we're getting really deep in this coffee talk, by the way, so I'm sorry, I will bring up some comedic relief very soon, but I feel like I need to say this. If you're going through this phase right now, if you're feeling super alone, if you feel like you know, whatever you're not dealing with is just too much for you to handle. You don't have to handle it by yourself. No matter what, even if it's painted a different color, we've all gone through very similar things. And so reach out to people, even if it's anonymous and online. Find a community of people where you can feel safe to talk about the things you're going through, where you can feel safe to be vulnerable, because in fact, vulnerability is a strength and it's something that's going to make you stronger. So if you don't want to feel depressed anymore, if you don't want to feel hopeless and alone about this anymore, if you even feel like the slightest bit of destructive behavior in your life is something that's really weighing on you, it doesn't need to be as bad as getting excessively drunk, your destructive behaviors could even just be not feeling motivated enough to really give yourself the chance to live your best life. And that is stemming from something, whether it's just not feeling good about yourself, you have to really dig down deep and find why don't you feel good about yourself. If it's because of a trauma that you've never faced, you have to be okay with facing the fact that that trauma happened in your life and it's something that is a chemical buildup of who you are now. It's never going to go away, but it doesn't need to. You just need to learn how to face it. And when you learn how to face it and you learn how to be vulnerable with it and you learn how to accept it as a part of who you are, you don't let it control you anymore. You learn to control it. And so, like I said, we just got real deep right there, but these are things that we need to talk about. These are things that, even if it's just us sitting in this sappy corner of the podcast world, drinking our coffees, chatting about it, and it makes you feel just even a little less alone, just know that that's all I needed because I was there too. I used to feel so lonely. I used to feel so isolated with my problems, and I used to feel so unsafe talking about the things that made me feel insecure and that made me feel vulnerable because it was a sign of weakness. But I'm slowly learning as I dip into my 20s and actually, oh my gosh, this is scary, but next year I'll be going over the cusp of half of my 20s, that vulnerability is not a weakness. It's such a strength. And I think that when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and we allow ourselves to face the feelings that aren't so pretty, we find a strength not even just in numbers, but we find a strength within ourselves that makes us feel infinite. It makes us feel untouchable and invincible, and it makes us feel like we can handle anything that's thrown our way. So give it a try. And while you simmer in those thoughts, we're going to move on into the other category of not dealing with our problems and emotions, which is bulldozing through them. And we will be doing that right after I give you guys these lovely messages from the people that brought you today's Coffee Talk episode.
If you guys have been liking the Coffee Talk podcast, you guys should definitely also go check out the Positive Head podcast hosted by Brandon Beecham. He's a true believer that we are all extensions of the one and only source consciousness that creates and animates all things, which just instantly puts him as a cool person in my books. The show helps you take the blinders off and expand your awareness and rewire the perspectives to make the truth of the foundation of your life, which ultimately leads to becoming the greatest and grandest versions of ourselves. Brandon also has special guests every single week that talk about all things, you know, magic, serendipity. All of it unfolds in real time between Brandon and you if you decide to go listen. So definitely go check it out for another fun podcast to add to your list. If you guys have been listening or watching my channel for a while, you'll know that I'm vegan, but something that you might not know is that it's actually non-vegans that tend to be lacking most of our day-to-day nutrients, but all of us as a whole pretty much do at this point based on the way that we're eating. I mean, come on. We all eat takeout, let's not lie. I Uber eats everything. Unless it's been a really good week of me cooking, I'm probably lacking most of my day-to-day vitamin C to vitamin D to all the, you know, other letters that arrange in said alphabet. And that's why I love Ritual. It's vegan, it's sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. And its delay-release capsule makes it so that you can take it at any time during the day without any food, and it will not make you feel nauseous, which is a huge thing because I have a super sensitive stomach, so this is super helpful for me. So Ritual is subscription-based to make sure that you get no gap in your nutrition levels. It's $30 a month, it's delivered straight to your door, and if you were to go out and buy an Omega-3, it would cost more than your monthly Ritual bottle. Making sure that you're filling in the gaps of your diet with the best sourced clean ingredients backed by science. Not to mention if you forget a few days, you can snooze your order until you catch up. So it's all happiness guaranteed, no questions asked, and you can cancel easily at any time. We especially as women, 95% of us don't get the needed vitamins and minerals on a daily basis. So Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients that we tend to lack most. So go over and check it out at ritual.com talk. That's R-I-T-U-A-L dot com talk and give Ritual a good old try. So falling back into this whole not dealing with our problems and emotions, we just went really deep diving into how we tend to stuff away our problems. But there's also another way that we tend to avoid our problems, and that's by bulldozing straight through them. This is something that my therapist actually pointed out to me, funny enough. I think that it's super important to have a third-party outside source to constantly kind of reframe your brain, as my therapist would say. And so it's something that I've taken on as a really big priority of mine is that, like I said, being vulnerable is a strength, not a weakness. So in testing myself and how serious I really truly believed in that, I decided to sign up for therapy again, even though I didn't feel like there was this huge aggressive need to like there was back in the day when I was really struggling with, you know, my depression and my anxiety and I was having very like morbid and helpless thoughts. Right now I'm not going through that, but I still think that now that I'm older, I'm realizing I still need that outside source to help reframe my brain because I don't know everything. And sometimes we can get so deep into our problems that it's hard to see straight. And having somebody on the outside who is unrelated to all of the things and people going on in your life to kind of just bounce things off of and just have really deep chats with kind of like we are doing right now, I guess. So anyways, bringing it on back. She is somebody who pointed out to me that I am a bulldozer and (laughs) it was a hard pill to swallow because I was like, what you talking about, Willis? Like, I just like to work hard. And she was like, no, honey, you like to avoid your problems by bulldozing through them with other things. And I was like, wow, 
I'm going to need to sit with that for a second. I realized how true it was. A short time ago, I had friends and family and some of you guys even reaching out to me concerned because I wasn't looking very healthy. I wasn't looking very good. And even though I was saying I was great and I was saying I was okay and everything was fine, I think it was very apparent even for me to look back on it now. I get like weird. I've been in a very emotional mood right now. Don't, just don't mind me. Um, it's the new moon. LOL. Blaming it on that. That was so basic of me. But I go back and I look at those videos and even I get a little sad because I'm just like, oh my God, there's no light in my eyes. Like my skin looks dull. My whole essence is just exhausted. That's all I see is just exhaustion. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. What do you, what, why, what are you talking about? Like, I'm great. (laughs) But the truth was, is that I had so much going on emotionally that I truly just couldn't deal with it. Like I, I, I didn't know how to face it. So instead I tucked it all away and I bulldozed through it with other things. And I kept myself so busy with things that I thought were going to make me feel better. Things that weren't bad behaviors. These were good behaviors. I was running. I was doing yoga. I was trying to eat super healthy, but at the same time, I had no appetite whatsoever because I was just in such an icky place in my life. And I was trying to book, 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 book up my time with all of these crazy things that I was so exhausted and I was so burnt out because I wasn't balancing my life. I was doing these things to make myself feel better in that moment. But ultimately, they were just keeping me from dealing with my problems. This is something that we can do even just socially, you know, just booking up your time with other people so that you don't have to ever be alone to sit with the things that you're feeling. Bulldozing can be working like crazy and saying that it stems from a passion, but really it's stemming from not dealing with the things that are going on in your personal life. This can be exercise. This is how exercise can turn super unhealthy. This is where things that we try and use to better our lives, like work and eating healthy and trying to do good things to, you know, benefit our future becomes so out of balance because we're so, okay, you know what? The future will be better. Let's just focus on that and not focus on the present. And that is resistance in a different form than the first way we talked about. This is something that I struggled with because I read the book this year called Sacred Powers by David G. I've mentioned it many times with you guys. And at the end of it, you write up your sacred powers and my number one sacred power. And it's the number one word that I try and take with me in any situation. And it's so relevant and it's just always my go-to and it's trust. And it's something that I struggle with the most, but it's also the number one thing that when I'm in a trusting place in my life, that's when I feel on top of the clouds. And so I said to my therapist when she pointed out to me that I'm a bulldozer, I said, but how do I learn to trust myself then? How do I know when I'm bulldozing and how do I know when I'm just doing things because I'm passionate about them or I'm doing things because I feel good about them and they, they're they just a natural habit I want to integrate into my life. And she pointed out to me the difference of balance versus burnout and long story short, how you can do something and it's going to make you feel good. But at the end of the day, you can't do it to replace not dealing with something. You have to do it from a place that stems from a good intention. So if your intention going into a run is, I just need to not think about what's going on in my life. I just need to pound the pavement. I need to get this frustration like out of me. That might make you feel better. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing by any means. But if you do that, and never actually learn to sit with that feeling. You never learn to let it not be worked through just physically, but also emotionally and mentally. 
then it's going to continue to haunt you. Speaking of my therapist, I'm just going to continue to tell you guys the lovely magic she infused me with. There's something that she said that I've been trying to do, and it's something that I I think that I started to do at the beginning of the year, but again, it became one of those I have to meditate for 45 minutes a day kind of unhealthy habits that started to become more you know, intrusive rather than helpful. But I brought it back to this, and this is something that she told me to do, and it's a three-step check-in once a day. You just take a few minutes to sit down and check in to the three main parts of who you are, where you're at physically, where you're at mentally, and where you're at emotionally. These are the three check-ins you need to do just to make sure you're in balance. And you don't need to try and change whatever comes through. So if you're sitting there and you're checking in and you're going, okay, physically, you know, I can tell that my body's really tired and mentally I feel like I'm super drained by this and emotionally I'm kind of feeling sad today. Just check in with it. You don't need to change it. You just need to let yourself be okay with feeling whatever it is that boils up. And that is how you stop the bulldozer because we actually bulldoze when red flags are are signaled by these emotions. When red flags come up that think, oh my God, I'm tired or oh my God, I'm feeling lazy or oh my God, this is really affecting me mentally or oh my God, I feel super sad. I'm not allowed to feel this way. How can I bulldoze through it? How can I work until I don't think about it anymore? How can I run until I don't think about it anymore? And that is where the bulldozer effect comes in. So once you do your three-step check-in, you have to say, okay, I'm allowed to feel this way. Don't try and change it. And that is how you stop yourself from becoming a bulldozer. (laughs) You just sit in it and you accept it and you realize that it's part of your chemical DNA. Stress is in our cells. You cannot push through it. You have to accept it and learn to work with it because it's in you. It's not something that is chasing you. It's not something that you can just forget about, hide away, and avoid. Deal with it and let it work for you rather than against you. And doing this quick little three-step check-in makes it so that that's the only thing you have to worry about doing every day, and you can always check in on where you're at. You can see if you're in balance, out of balance, and how to bring it back into balance. Is it your body that's feeling out? Is it that you're mentally feeling weird? Is it that your emotions aren't in tune with all of the things going on in your life? This is where we can pinpoint where we're avoiding things or where we're bulldozing through things and we can stop ourselves before they get out of hand. Because the thing is, everybody has problems. Every single one of us. Even if they're not the same, we all have them in some way or another. And in a way, they kind of thread us together with the similarities through them all. The things we don't deal with, the things that we push through, these become our limitations. These become our boundaries. These become the walls that we build up around ourselves and then we wonder why we feel like we're not at our full potential. You can't stuff and store away the things that you just don't want to deal with because eventually they're going to find a way to boil over and that is where our lives become chaotic and out of control. And we have our midlife crises or quarter life crises wondering, how the heck did we get here? How did I get to a point that I just don't really care what happens to my life anymore? Or how do I get to a point that I'm so exhausted I can't even see straight. The trick is we have to learn to stay light. It's something that I talked about in a long ago coffee talk. So if you remember it, then you're an OG. But staying light is one of those mottos I always try and come back to. It takes all the heaviness out of everything. It makes us realize that our problems aren't as big as we make them seem sometimes. That All of us kind of go through crap. And if we take everything with a light heart and a light sense of humor, then we can make even the scariest of times a little bit more 
easy to carry, a little bit less heavy on our shoulders. And we'll find that trusting becomes easier again. When we learn to trust that everything happens for us in some way, when we learn to trust that we can make it through everything, and when we learn to kind of laugh when shit kind of goes really bad, that is where we find the bright light of life and we find the bright light within ourselves, you know? I read in my book the other day that life is a rhythm and that we are the dance. So to create the light and to create the music, it needs to move through us. If you take yourself personally out of the equation and you trust wherever your dance takes you, then you're going to realize that it's all a part of your masterpiece. And then it makes it so much easier to just deal with things, crush things, and just keep on keeping on. And so with that, I hope you guys enjoyed today's Coffee Talk episode about not dealing with problems and emotions. Again, a very relative theme in my life and something that I'm still learning about on a daily basis. So I mean, this is just all I have for you today, but who knows? Maybe we'll have to breach the topic again in the future. As always, feel free to rate and leave a comment down below if you've dealt with this problem in your own life or tweet, Instagram at me, all that fun stuff. I love seeing all your guys' messages. It just, you know, just the fact that we all tend to vibe on the same topics all the time, it just makes so much sense. I feel like we were all meant to just infuse each other with just so much good love and inspiration and all that and sappiness that I'm just dipping into. Like I said, it's, a, it's been an emotional time for me and I'm blaming it on the supermoon, okay? But other than that, I love you guys to the stars and back. I hope that this episode brought you a little light in your day and I'll talk to y'all. I don't know why I'm doing this, sorry. I'll talk to you guys all next Monday. Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Someone take this microphone away from me. Mm-hmm.